Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. The phone number is, because I promised Claude in Saginaw that I'd come to him right out of the news, and I'm doing that, but then I have no calls. I need you to call to fill in the voids after that. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Claude has been long-suffering long enough. And let's see Not what he has way. on his mind. Hi, Claude. How are you? Uh, hi. How are you? Uh, uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, good. Got some good news. Um, you explained my problem fairly well. Uh, I've, I know I'm going to have to dig up my Bermuda grass uh, where I expand my edging. Okay. I've got a flat-bladed shovel that works fairly well to do that, but I'm going to have, what, 20% of grass left over or their roots, and I want to kill that without using Roundup because I don't want to harm the hollies. Okay. Roundup would not harm the hollies. Let me let me explain. If you used the original glyphosate-only product, Roundup or Cleanup or one of the other uh, brands that is only... Uh, only glyphosate doesn't have any other active ingredient. You could use that to kill a Bermuda grass without harming uh, the the hollies if you applied it while the while the Bermuda grass was growing actively. So remember that if you get some Bermuda that shows up um, in April or May. Um, however, uh, at this time of year, it's not going to work at all because it has to go into green actively growing tissue. And so you're going to need to let's let's back up a little bit because there are people who have just joined the program. So you have a bed of Nellie R. Stevens that has outgrown its edging, and you're trying to increase the size of the bed. Is that right? That's pretty much it. Yeah. And you're trying to get rid of the Bermuda that's on the outside of of the current edging that is out in the lawn, and you you don't want to have it in the new bed when you make the new bed. Absolutely. All right. I would use, if you, if you have one, I would use a flat-bladed nursery spade. Um, odds are you probably don't have one. but if, I think if, I do. Well, that's the handiest shovel that I own in all of my arsenal of shovels. That's my favorite shovel. Uh, let me explain to everybody else. It looks, like a, um, looks a little like a wide sharpshooter spade that has been run over by a steamroller and then ground square at the bottom. It looks like a, like a, a sheet of paper. Uh, not quite full eight and a half by eleven size that is just flat and then has a has a uh, a pistol grip handle it's a short handle like a like a sharpshooter has you can you can dig perennials with that you can dig sod with that in this case you're digging sod that you don't want but if you have sod that you do want that's the best way to get it up and and transplant it. Uh, it is just the most wonderful tool for doing a lot of different things. And so that's what I would do is I would I would dig the Bermuda sod out. Uh, orthopedic surgeons are going to hate me for this or love me. I don't know which. But I will cut oh, maybe eight-inch squares, and then I'll lay it down almost flat on the ground and with my kneecap push it under the... <laughs> Push it under the Bermuda and take about an inch and a half of the soil out. I do it when it's fairly moist, and and I don't don't tear up my knees that way. And anymore with bad knees, I just shove it under with my my arms. But you can get the the grass out that way. And if you take an inch and a half of soil with that Bermuda, then I don't think you'll have very much of it come back. So that's the way you can get a bed ready in the winter time when when you can't spray it to get get the Bermuda out. Okay, so and that is the kind of shovel I do have. Oh, they're wonderful. Yeah, it is. It's a nice nice addition. But that's that's what I would do, and then then you can uh, work the bed up any way you want to. If you're going to plant ground cover there, you could add some organic matter and a, a miniature mini rototiller. You could rototill it. If you're just going to leave it uh, empty, you could, if you need to bring some soil in, you could add some topsoil or something. Then you can put your edging right where you want it, and uh, you're all good to go. So 
so Roundup is okay to use as long as uh, it's uh, during the springtime. As long as you get the original Roundup that was uh, put out 40 years ago, which is glyphosate only. What happened, Claude, is that the product was so very, very successful that the company that ultimately bought the Roundup name uh, decided, you know what, we have a bonanza product here. Let's let's develop some other products and call them Roundup for this, Roundup for that, Roundup for this other thing. And, and so all of a sudden we have all these different Roundup products, and it makes it hard for me as a broadcaster to say you ought to use Roundup. I have to say you need to use the original Roundup that is only glyphosate. So you have to go look for something where you look in the ingredients and it says, glyphosate it'd be 15 percent or 42 percent or two percent whatever it depends on whether you get a ready to spray or whether you get a concentrate but the only active ingredient will be glyphosate okay well that'd be very helpful i was afraid to use that um knowing how potent that uh, roundup is it's it's it really you could you could I have used it, uh, what, what I have done many, many times is in a lawn where I want to uh, put in new beds like you're talking about, is I will take my garden hose and lay a big sweeping curve uh, for where the edging will eventually go, and I will use a tank sprayer, a pump-up sprayer, and spray right up to the garden hose, and the Bermuda on the outside of the uh, garden hose will not be affected at all. On the inside, where I'm going to have the bed, will be killed by the glyphosate, and it does not go into the soil at all. That's the advantage of the glyphosate. It doesn't contaminate the soil. And two inches away, by using that pump-up sprayer, not a hose-in sprayer, but a pump-up sprayer, you can be that precise and it won't hurt the grass just on the other side of the garden hose. It's an amazing product. I love that product. Okay, well, great. I appreciate the input. That would be very helpful. You are welcome. Thanks for My waiting. My wife will be pleased as well. I'll bet. I'll bet. Well, you okay. take care. Thank you so Thank much. You. you bet. All right, and there probably are those out there who recorded that, and they'll try to hang me by saying, hey, see there, he's recommending Roundup. And I... The the research is uh, the EPA research that came out in April two years ago uh, said there's no no cancer that came from the glyphosate et cetera et cetera you hear all these attorneys yelling and saying get in the lawsuit all that um, I'm I'm very comfortable with that my father worked for A and M and did the research on all kinds of products uh, I've watched that research and if um, if universities are willing to say here are things that will work uh, based on their research because I watched that research going on I'm okay with that that's that's where I stand so anyway that's where we go I'll be back with Brian in Bullard toward Tyler and Bill in southern Oklahoma it's our next two calls up thank you guys by the way for calling and and thanks to Claude for waiting on me let me tell you about Baylor Scott and White right now we're all so beholden to Baylor Scott and White Healthcare and their frontline workers. And and uh, but let me not get ahead of myself. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the ones who keep us happy and healthy. And you might have guessed they are the beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. Words you'll never hear from Baylor, Scott, and White. That's good enough. No, you're not going to hear them say that. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, remember that there are lots of ways that you and I can show our appreciation to the front line. One of those ways is to get vaccinated. You're not just giving your appreciation to the front line. You're giving it to the rest of your family. You're giving that appreciation to uh, people you don't even know, strangers that you're passing in the grocery store and out on the street. Wear your mask. The same thing applies there. It's a small price to pay. Look at a big crowd this afternoon when you're out around. How few people are wearing masks. It's not much to do that. Let's do that. Sure, we hate it, but let's get it done. 
Those are great ways that we all can show our support. Share those messages on social media. And most of all, say thank you to Baylor Scott & White Health, especially to those people out on the front line, the people we come in contact with day in and day out, for all that they have done to keep us all safe. Once again, thank you. Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Magnolia Home paint products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Carrie, very, very much. And, hey, Mike, let me know my calls. Call screen page is suddenly empty. And what happened to Mike? I feel like I'm the last guy on the planet. Okay. I didn't have them written down yet, and so I don't even know what line we're going to. We had two. It's Bill, all right. Well, let's go to Bill. Bill, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Great-granddaughter that's nine years old, and she's got interested in vegetable gardening in containers. And I wonder... Because she can move them in and out of the house or the garage or whatever. And I'm wondering if you have any kind of publication on that that I might get or know where I might get something. Uh, yeah, I can help you on getting it. I, the only thing I have is the one book that you've heard me talk about. And uh, it has plenty on on vegetable gardening. And yeah. part of that is in containers. But that's that's an expensive way to get uh, several pages on that there are lot there is a lot of good information uh, if you will google uh, university this would be the key words that I would use university horticulture vegetable gardening containers those five key words will give you a lot of good stories on on gardening in containers vegetable gardening in containers and if you want okay. it to be for children or for youth, I don't know how old she is, but you could even say children's vegetable gardening containers. Okay. Well, she's nine, and she's not she's not bad about just whimsical things. When she gets her teeth into something, she stays with it. So, uh, well, I would give her that list, and she'll she'll have the answers faster than you and I would. <laughs> you I had right. I had our twelve year old grandson showing me a new app that he had me. Uh, uh, I, I said to Joseph, how did you create that artwork that I'm now using as my wallpaper on my phone? He gave me the app, and uh, it's, it's called Procreate and uh, for artwork, for designing artwork. And, oh, my gosh, he just he was showing me all the details of it, which I eventually could have figured out. But, you know, when you have a good tutor, it, it happens so much faster. What I would uh, – the, the several things that I would offer to you – would be encourage her to stay with three or four vegetables that she really enjoys um, and and caution her that there are some vegetables that are not suited for containers. Corn, for example. Uh, she'll never get an ear of corn off a corn plant because it won't get enough pollen. You have to have a whole, a whole row, several rows of corn to get enough pollen it's pollinated by the wind and and so you have to have maybe 20 feet by 20 feet of corn to 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 get it pollinated to get the kernels to fill out uh watermelons won't have enough room you can't get enough water through a a pot Um, i don't know what she likes but she needs to grow things that she likes first of all that she'll be proud to serve and uh, if she likes green beans they would they would have a good chance if she likes uh, herbs, some of the smaller herbs, maybe she likes basil on, on pizza, she could certainly grow that. Or a dill uh, or, or rosemary, she could uh, grow rosemary to be used on, uh, on bread or something. And then tomatoes, there are tomatoes that will do really well in, in uh, seven or ten gallon pots, big pots. Make sure she gets pots that are large enough that's kind of your responsibility is to double check her facts for her Um, she may not realize that oh i need a pot that big it may not tell her that in the in the write-up because it would be written for an adult Um, but but those those things will will help her okay well i'm glad you said tomatoes because that's the one thing that she's talked about most well have her have her 
grow. Um, uh, you know, she's going to get websites from universities that are up in the north and the Midwest, and they're going to grow different varieties of tomatoes. And she needs to get tomatoes that are small. Uh, the varieties, the fruit, will be small or mid-sized. The great big ones that they grow up there, like Big Boy and, and Beef Steak, and those will not set fruit well in Texas. They have a problem with our temperatures. They don't set fruit well. They should never be sold in Texas. So she needs to grow the tomatoes that are uh, golf ball size to tennis ball size. She'll be much more right. successful. And there are probably eight or ten varieties that are commonly sold here that will do well that are in that size range. Okay. Well, we do. I ordered your book, and we've got it. Uh, Good. But we're doing it a little more, maybe, so. Thanks a lot. You've been very helpful. Well, you are welcome. Good luck with it, and good for you for helping her. That's great. All right, let me see where I am. I probably need to take this break. And, Brian, uh, in Bullard, stay with me. We have the call screen page back up, and we'll get you'll be up next. Folks, if you'd like to call, it's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is the book he just referenced, and I'd like to, I'd like very much to get a copy to you. Now, this book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. You hear me say that, and you go into a store, and you'll see a book there by me. It's, it's the complete guide to Texas gardening with cowboy boots on the cover. That book was written in 1990 and, and came out in 1991. That's 30 years old. That book is way out of date. That's not the one you want. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is much more complete than the Complete Guide to Texas Gardening and much more up-to-date. This is the book that has uh, 840 of my best photos. It has 25 uh, multi-page charts in it to help you choose the best plants and be most successful in all your gardening endeavors. This is the book that has 344 pages, and it's on uh, high-quality paper. Printed in Texas, not in China. It's a hardback. I'll sign your copy when you buy it. I'd be proud to do that. And your satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny on this book. In fact, of the 74,000 copies that I've sold, not one request for a refund. It'll happen. I'll tell you when it does, but it hasn't so far. It's only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. Chapter two will pay for this book. It's the chapter of forty-eight pages, four pages per month. It'll tell you, for example, in February what needs to be planted in this month. This is a month of planting. Early in the month, you plant uh, you plant onions and English peas. Middle of the month, you plant uh, cabbage and and uh, the coal crops and uh, Irish potatoes. You plant a uh, cold, hardy uh, uh, annual color. You plant your fruit trees. And late in the month, you plant leafy vegetables, and uh, you, you continue to plant those cold, hardy uh, annual flowers. You finish all transplanting by late in the month, etc., etc. And then you uh, have the same kind of treatment for every month of the year. Then chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. This book, I think, will answer every question you might have. I sign every copy, and as I mentioned, satisfaction guaranteed. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. Here are the two ways you can order it. Call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 800 752 G-R-O-W, 800-752-GROW. The better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. 
Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Boy, the wild birds are everywhere in the Sperry landscape, probably in yours as well, especially if you have Wild Birds Unlimited feeders and bird seed. They have the best. They have the best feeders you'll ever find anywhere. Take a look at their equipment that they have to offer. Different feeders for different kinds of animals, from their suet feeders to their to their wonderful hanging feeders, their squirrel-proof feeders, all kinds of great design work goes in into their feeders. Wild Birds Unlimited, I love these stores. Three of their stores joined together to sponsor this program and also to sponsor eGardens, my electronic newsletter. You'll really enjoy meeting their people. The enthusiasm is everywhere. You'll love it. Wild Birds Unlimited, those three stores are in Dallas at 5715 West Lovers Lane. That's right next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, about a block west of the Dallas North Tollway. And Da, 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 da. In Dallas at 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway, that is Ron's store, and it is open. It's been, uh, been they've been moving for several months now, and they finally are open at 5708 Abrams Road, just south of Northwest Highway. And the McKinney store, that's Bertie's store, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, because they're just south of Tom Thumb. You'll enjoy those stores so much. I hope you'll, I hope that you'll get by and, and say hi and, and let them know you appreciate the sponsorship and get some of those different kinds of bird seeds, bird feeds. They're uh, cylinders. They're cylinders that have all kinds of bird seed impregnated into them. Oh my goodness. The uh, cardinals. We had about, what did I tell my wife I was counting male and female cardinals on the cylinders and waiting their turn at one of our cylinders? I think we had probably 15 cardinal somewhere 12 or 15 for the one cylinder and they clean that thing out in just a couple of days they love it wild birds unlimited wbu.com slash dfw i'm mark Surrey from mr c's ace hardware in hearst when you need reliable localized help and great lawn and garden products outdoor power equipment or hardware for your home come see us we're the helpful hardware folks and now back to neil Thank you, Mark, very, very much. Let's go to Brian in Bullard, south of Tyler. Brian, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you today? I'm well, thank you, sir. How can I help? Well, just a little bit of information. Uh, you and I go back to WFAA days. Oh, my goodness uh, gracious. Quite a, quite, quite a long time ago. Sure so is. We've been listening a long time. Thank and, you. And uh, you were talking about your book. It, uh, I bought uh, your book on your first printing. And I used it to put in a new perennial bed last year. And so that, that has, uh, i got 25 different perennials out here in my bed. Good and I've got some gulf muley grass and some hamlin grass. And I'm, I'm going to cut them back, and I just want to make sure. I don't want to cut them too far down. And I was going to leave about 8 inches, uh, you know, from the from the ground up on, on when I cut the grasses back. Is that... Would that be adequate enough, or do I need I'd, to be a little I'd far? probably trim them a little bit farther than that because it's brown anyway, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's brown. It's got kind of vanilla brown color to it, yes. Anything that's brown you can remove. I wouldn't cut them back to two inches or one inch, but but I think you could cut them back to five inches without any problem. Okay, that, that's what I did. I got, I've got uh, three muley grass and three hamlin. And uh, so that's that's what I'll do. So, but we used your book uh, to put in all my different uh, picking out my perennials down here, and uh, it was very helpful, uh, you know, in picking out all the different perennials I have in, in my perennial bed now. Well, I am glad that was kind of a jigsaw puzzle to put that chapter together where we identified. I identified the month that they bloomed, the colors they come in. You know, you sit there thinking, 
All right. Does that particular perennial come in a white? I can't remember. Have I seen that in white? Yeah, I have. And you do all that research, and and uh, it's it's an interesting challenge to put that big chart together. It is, and and, and the part that really you know, I got stuff that comes in the spring. I got stuff in the summer, in the fall. You know, and so I've got something blooming in the perennial bed all year long. And and really, very honestly, it was you know using your book to be able to do that and then i got roses you know i'm I'm close to tyler so i've got really nice roses we don't have rose rosette virus down here yet so i have some nice roses out too well that's uh, the way you that's the way you develop a nice perennial garden you have something all along and the sequencing of it is the is the challenge and the joy of it It, it's it's an a a work in progress always good job but thank thank you very much and i appreciate your answer i'll I'm going to get those cut tomorrow. So Good deal. Well, thanks for listening all that time. Appreciate that. Have a great day. I've enjoyed it, Neil. You too. Thank you, sir. All right. I started at WFAA Radio and left there in May of 1980 and went to another station where I was until 2010. And then I went to a sister station, um, WBAP, 2010. I'm still there on Sunday mornings. And then KLIF here for four years. So that's... Uh, that's my, my tracks. Those are my tracks. Let me tell you about Womack Nursery Company right now and invite you to contact them for all of your fruit growing needs. Peaches, plums, they have them all. Pecans, grapes, blackberries, persimmons, they have them all. They have all of the Texas A&M recommended varieties. Now, I need to qualify that. There's an asterisk that goes with that. As the season began, they had them all. And they may be sold out of some of the some of the most popular varieties, so don't delay any longer. They'll be shipping until mid-March, but you need to get your fruit trees and, and brambleberries and, and grapevines bought right away. And uh, so, But they will help you choose the best varieties for your part of Texas. They ship by mail order. They're in DeLeon, Texas, and uh, most people for uh, five or, or eight, Fruit trees and pecan trees are not going to drive to DeLeon, but certainly that's not a problem. They ship to you. That's how I got my trees, and uh, and they are doing beautifully many years later, very productive. Womack Nursery Company, they follow Texas A&M recommendations very carefully. They've worked hand-in-hand with Texas A&M since the 1930s when they began. It's a third-generation family business. So let me send you to their website. You can look around. I'll give you their phone number so you can call them for a catalog, and I'll give you directions to the nursery itself in case you do want to go. They're open Monday through Saturday. Don't know about today with the the storms that uh, much of Texas has had, but it's Womack, W-O-M-A-C-K, Womack Nursery Company, womacknursery.com, 2551 State Highway 6 in DeLeon, D-E capital L-E-O-N, Texas, 76444. Their phone number, 254-893-6497, womacknursery.com, Womacks in DeLeon. When you wake up... When you work, reopening our economy, when you drive home, this escalation of violence, what's happening right now, all day, update your day at the top and bottom of each hour, keep myself as updated as possible, on Real News and Information, 570-KLIF, com. My newsletter is Neil Sperry's eGardens. There's always a featured plant of the week. There's always a featured question of the week, something I've been asked repeatedly time after time. That question about fireplace ashes was a featured question several weeks ago because it has been a question this year with the cold weather of January. And another uh, feature you can always count on is gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that are most critical to get done in that weekend. Um, then there will be another story or two. This coming week, we're going to have a story by Diane Sitton that is uh, addressing uh, mosaic tiles and projects you can make for your own landscape and garden. That's what eGardens is. If you want to see what it looks like, the most recent issue of eGardens, take a look at it on my website. That's where you sign up for it. You have to subscribe. We can't just uh, uh, unknowingly send it out to you, so take a look. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com.
Com. It is free and always will be, and I'll never give or sell your email address to anybody, nor will I ever spam you. That wouldn't be friendly, would it? Neil Sperry's eGardens at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We've been talking about how you prune a couple of types of shrubs that we have in North Texas landscaping. How about vitex or lilac chase trees? They're old-fashioned shrubs that have seen quite a rebirth of interest. They're wonderful if you have room for them. You'll need to thin and reshape them every few years, however, to keep them vigorous and well-mannered. Leave no stubs, but don't be afraid to remove large branches that have caused the plants to become misshapen. If you prune them immediately after they bloom in late spring, you may stimulate a second round of late summer flowers. However, that's more applicable in South Texas' longer growing season than it is in the north half of the state. Do no pruning to oleanders. They're late spring bloomers during the winter. You don't want to prune them during the winter except to remove shoots that have been damaged by cold winter weather. The time to prune oleanders is immediately after they finish blooming and then as little as possible. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. All righty, everywhere you turn, there's eGardens waiting on you. Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks, and Ace is the place where you can get miracle grow potting soil. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on miracle grow potting mix. Two cubic foot bags, sale price $12.99. You save $3 a bag with your Ace Rewards card. Don't have one? No problem. You'll get one in about 10 seconds at the cash out, uh, checkout register. Pay only $9.99. Now, there's a limit of how many you can have. It's a limit of 60. 60? Oh, my goodness. Take the truck. 60 at $9.99. That's at Ace Hardware. Ace is the place where they're going to ask you when you come in the door, we want to help you. How can we help you? And they will help you. So if you're looking for garden supplies, they have somebody who specializes in their garden section. If you're looking for paint, they have somebody who will do all the paint matching for you, and they're pretty awesome. I'll tell you sometime about how I've ruined a wall trying to use old paint that huh, was one generation removed from the actual color, and my wife had her friends coming over that next morning. Oh, I went to Ace Hardware about 30 minutes before they closed, and they matched the color for me. Oh, my goodness, they are wonderful. So, I don't have to tell you some other time. I told you now. Ace is the place with helpful, super helpful, save-my-life helpful people. Ace will uh, sell you also that miracle Grow potting mix that will feed for up to six months with more blooms and more color. It grows plants twice as big versus unfed plants. Ace is the place with helpful, helpful hardware folks. It's a non-stop news cycle. The worst inflation in 40 years. The Holocaust isn't about race. Whoopi will be back in two weeks. Russia's threatened. Bad idea. To send more American troops. Propaganda video. Tom Brady announced his retirement. Great decision for me and my family. Haji Abdullah. Of ISIS. Is no more. Six more weeks of winter there will be. Massive winter storm. The answer is not to defund the police. Employment report. Stronger than ever. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. I'll tell you about Mueller right now. At Mueller, they believe in value. Their value plus buildings are pre-engineered. They feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant. They come back by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. True value shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their products after the sale. The folks at Mueller understand that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, you get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call Mueller at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553, or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. 
M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, because Mueller means more. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for your outdoor grilling needs, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Scott, very much. And we go back to our phone lines now. Let's go to Jim in Arlington. Jim, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, I have a couple of uh, live oak trees in my backyard. Uh, one of them is probably about 10 inches in diameter, and the other is about 18 inches in diameter. And I think this happened last winter. The bark cracked and has, you know, kind of come off, and you can pull it off real easy, just uh, about a foot of it at the bottom. But the trees seem to be healthy other than that. Uh, what should I do? Well, first of all, don't pull it off. Uh, you can trim off any that is loose and standing away from the trunk, but don't pull because I, I use the unsettling example of uh, of a paper cut <clears throat> about two days. Excuse me, about two days after the cut, and the skin is getting dry, and you, you don't don't want to pull that back. You just want to trim it, and uh, the same with the bark. You want to just trim it away. Um, and uh, uh, if you do that, that's fine. Uh, your hope is that new bark will form from beneath that, from the sides, and a roll of new bark will, will form across the open uh, injured area there. What you have mm-hmm. is called radial shake, R-A-D-I-A-L, radial shake. That is a forestry term that I had never heard until a year ago. Um, but it apparently uh, is a... A term that they all know about. I thought I was about half forester myself, but I, apparently not because I had never heard of that. But we saw mm-hmm. it on a lot of live oaks after last year. Uh, hopefully it did not go all the way around any either of your two trees because if it does, no. then it cuts off all of the, the supply line down to the roots. And if, uh, if 50% or less of the bark was lost at any given lo- uh, location on the trunk, uh, hopefully your tree will uh, survive and be fine. Uh, the okay. canopy of the leaves will tell you more than anything else. If the tree held most of its leaves last summer and into the fall, then that's a very good sign. And if when it leaves out this uh, March and April with new leaves, if it still looks uh, pretty much essentially normal, then that's an outstanding sign. You'll You'll know really well in about two months. Okay, is it best just to leave that loose bark on there or to No, I'd take a I'd if it were mine, I would take a, a utility knife and just trim away that part that is most obviously just standing there. Just don't put any pressure on the rest of it. Just just trim it away. If if you can't trim it, leave it. It'll fall off eventually. Okay. All right. Well thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Have a great day. Let's go to Michael in Northeast Texas. By the way, Michael's the last call I have up on the call screen page, which means uh, eighteen before three. Hey Neil, you better get some calls in here. Eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F eight 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 seven eight seven five five four three. Call right now. Michael, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. How you doing? I'm well, thank you, sir. What can I do? Good. Uh, yes, sir. I need a good ground cover. I have uh, sandy loam soil and probably about a 50-50 ratio of sun to shade. And I, I got, not that it matters, but I got about 2,000 square foot I need to cover. So, All right. What do you uh, mean by a 50-50 ratio? Does that mean that half of the bed is in full sun all day long? And Well, yeah, I mean, I, it's I have a couple or actually several large oak trees around, so uh, I figure it's about 50%, you know, sun versus shade as the as the sun moves, obviously. So, Okay, but, but, but here what I'm asking, I'm not really trying to trick you or trap you. I'm just curious. No, no. Um, does that mean that a given square foot is has a 50-50 chance any time during the day of being in sun or shade, or does that mean that it's, I'm not asking that in a coherent way, Michael. Does a bed, does, does, does the whole bed get sun part of the day as the sun moves? Yes. 
Yes. Okay, so so all of the planting will get some sun eventually during the day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, that's what that's the way I was asking. Um, okay. As opposed to this part over here is so shady, it'll never get sun. Okay. Yeah. No. No. It's the trees okay. are are tall and and I keep them trimmed up so so they get you know a decent amount of sun, but but not enough to grow grass. Okay. Gotcha. And. Um, I have just one or two other questions. Is there any part of this that is in a hot foreboding west exposure? Probably is west exposure that will get the west afternoon sun. They're almost not much. Be. It's okay. mostly facing south. With uh, the west has protection from larger trees. Cool, that helps. All right. Um, if it were mine, and I haven't asked any other questions, if it were mine. My first choice as a ground cover, and, and this is what I've used most at my own home, is yes, mondo grass, monkey grass. And okay. the reason for that is I have two or three reasons that just put it ten steps ahead of all the others. Number one being I can blow leaves out of it very, very easily. It doesn't have any runners. Okay. That's yes, the main thing. It doesn't have any runners. Um, secondly, it holds soil against erosion. And it spreads quickly. I, I plant fist-sized clumps, eight inches apart, checkerboard style, and it'll be darn near solid covered in a year if I water it properly. In, in, if I do it in, in March, by the end of that growing season, it'll almost be solid covered. And well, the roots will certainly be solid covered in that time. And yeah. and plus and plus, if you if you plant fist-sized clumps, tennis ball-sized clumps. Um, eight inches apart, the leaves will overlap one another. And so from the side, as you look at it from 20 or 30 feet away, it'll look like it's solid the day you plant it, which is great, too. It looks nice. Yeah, uh, sure. So that's that's my first choice. Second choice would be, uh, if you wanted something taller, liriope, green liriope, which is the big sister to mondo grass. I really prefer uh, the shorter the the dwarf mondo grass would be my distant last choice of all okay. ground covers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Could I could I speak it down any farther? No, I don't think so. <laughs> the problem with it is it's too slow and too expensive. So sure. Okay. In my in my case with black clay soil, I've had some problems with poor drainage causing it to develop some crown rot. You wouldn't have that in sand. But it's just so expensive and so slow to cover. So I, I would never recommend that. It would look pretty, I guess, but that's an awfully big bed of it. It would cost you, it would cost you a ton of money to do that. Um, yes, sir. In terms of vining ground covers, um, English ivy is a very common one that a lot of people would use. But I would use purple winter creeper euonymus. That's that's one plant with all those words. Purple winter okay. creeper is all you'd have to ask for. It does have vines, and so leaves are going to get hung up in it, uh, but they're easily enough blown out. Um, I have it in a lot of our landscape, including beneath a red oak, and it's a little harder to get the leaves out of it than it is out of the mondo grass in other parts of my yard. But I probably have an acre of mondo grass, and I have probably... 5,000 square feet of purple winter creeper. And so I have experience with both of them with the trees. Oh, yes. Yes. Awesome. That sounds great. Did, well, one last question. Where would be a uh, a good source for me to start looking, do you, you think? What, uh, you say northeast Texas, what city are you closest uh, to? Not far from Greenville. All right. But I don't um, mind driving to Metroplex. I used to live there. I, I can drive back to, to Dallas. It, I don't have no problem with that at all. So. Sure, I understand. Well, I would talk to somebody who could, could sell you flats of these uh, almost, uh, well, in quantity. I'd ask them, do you have a volume price if I order it and have you order it in for me? They may not have yes. enough for you uh, just uh, on hand. Uh, you're looking at 2,000 square feet, so you're if you're 8 by 8, uh, that's 64 square inches, so you're looking at two and a half plants per per square foot so you look okay. at four thousand plants i mean this is not going to be cheap another thing no, about no. mondo grass is you if you don't want to do it all at once you can you can propagate your own uh with the purple winter creeper i i, I buy my four inch pots and plant them and, and wait the prescribed time i don't try to propagate my own um 
you could okay. you could uh, check with Callaways in uh, in Mesquite on Galloway. You could check with uh, Covingtons in Rowlett. Um, okay. I haven't been to Steve's Nursery in Cash in a long time, probably twenty years, but I see them advertising, and and maybe they would have them or could get them for you. Um, thinking about Bruce Miller Nursery, I haven't been out to see Bruce and his nursery uh, out in Edgewood, but uh, that's a possibility. Um, oh yeah, that's true. So those are those are places on your side of town that might that might work, and then you get into McKinney, you pick up a whole bunch more. So anyway, yes, sir. Okay, sounds great. All right. Well, I appreciate your call very very much. Thank Have you for the information, day. sir. I appreciate. Thank it. you. You, you bet. Thank you. All right. Um, we'll do my last break and we'll come back. We have, uh, Brad in uh, Garland and I'm just, I was previewing his question. I was curious what the question is going to be. Uh, so I know whether to get nervous. Or not. <laughs> Let me tell you about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, I think it's page 98 or nine. Don't remember. And then 141, I believe, show our backyard with the Mondo grass growing, monkey grass growing. And there's another photo. I'll look it up during this break, and I'll tell you. But the photos of purple winter creeper in our landscape. This is your go-to gardening reference with 840 of my photographs. In many cases, when I needed a photo for the book, I just went out and took it in my own yard. Uh, that worked out really well. I was happy to have that. Didn't have to go drive somewhere to take it covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. Every county in Texas is is included uh, in terms of you don't have to worry about buying this for somebody, or if you're in another county, you don't have to worry about, I wonder if this applies to me. Yes, it does. Southern Oklahoma as well. Lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit, and vegetables, it's all in there. 344 pages. It's a hardback with 840 photographs printed in San Antonio to keep Texas printers working. And uh, chapter two is what people tell me pays for this book. In fact, I'll guarantee your satisfaction with the book, and I think it'll pay for itself by the end of of uh, this springtime, or I'll re- uh, buy it back from you. It's as simple as that. Chapter two is a calendar, 48 pages, telling you when you need to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of your plants. And uh, that will keep you right on, on track, on time with all the things that you're doing. And that will save you a lot of money and a lot of errors in your landscaping. That's Chapter 2. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Huge amount. It took me a year to write this book. It ter- took me a lifetime to learn what I put into writing in this book. It's only thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage, and you will not find it in stores, and you will not find it on Amazon because I wanted to be able to sign every copy. You buy it from me directly from my office or from my website. The office phone number Monday through Friday is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The website is neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Hope you'll look for it, and I'll be happy to sign it. We'll have it in the mail Tuesday if you do. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney 
and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. All right. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. And uh, normally he'd be doing a, a birding feature here, but he is uh, busy doing some pastoring business this afternoon, a funeral that he is uh, involved with. And so we'll get him back to talk birds one of these weeks. So he just said, tell him to get the feeders out and get the seed out. There are lots of birds out there right now that are very, very hungry. Advanced Foundation Repair. You know, we are on soil in the Metroplex, black clay soil, most of us, and it is moving around all the time, just shifting, getting getting wet when it gets, so when it rains or snows or ices or whatever all happened to us, and then it shrinks when it gets dry. And the foundations just have to go along for the ride. It's a bumpy ride, to say the least. Advanced foundation repair can determine if you have foundation problems. And I would very much suggest that you get them out to take a look at your foundation with their sophisticated equipment. They will check. They will show you where there are problems, if there are. And they will tell you what it would take to get those uh, uh, the repairs underway. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about what they would do to repair your foundation. They will talk to you about what it would cost to do that. No pressure on you at all. There is no charge for the foundation inspection. And if you decide that you would like to do that, they will say, we are happy to help you. And then they'll come out and get it done in short order. They're very, very efficient. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. I've told you about them for 26 years. And we've had them at our home. And their work is extraordinary. 214-333-0003. It's Advanced Foundation Repair on the web, foundationrepairs.com. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mike. Let's go back to the phones. We have Brad in Garland. Brad, how can I help you this afternoon? Oh, I want to talk about everybody's favorite grass, uh, crabgrass. Okay. Uh, is is this something that only comes up from the seed that it dropped last year, or the plants that were established, established last year, will they continue to grow once the warmer weather hits? If you're sure you have crabgrass and not Dallas grass, then it is an annual. Crabgrass comes up from seed only. Okay. A lot of people mistakenly call Dallas grass uh, crabgrass, and Dallas grass makes the dark green clumps. Do you have dark green clumps, or do you have a light green uh, grass with uh, little short uh, runners? Yeah, it's it, it's the short runners. Uh, yeah, that's so. the one. That's an annual, and you'll need to put out pre-emergent granules uh, the first two weeks of uh, March, and then repeat the granules the first two weeks of. Uh, June, 90 days later, that would be with Dimension or Baylan or Halts, one of those three. Okay, that's what, and are we going to have the Super Bowl show next week? Yes, on, on the other station, on WBAP. Hey, great, Neil, sounds good. Yeah. Look Thank you much. It. Take care, Brad. Yeah, that's with Dr. George Ray McEachern talking fruit and pecans all morning long on WBAP a week from tomorrow done that for 39 years that's what he's referencing folks i've enjoyed this i'll be back next saturday here we'll talk landscaping then thanks for listening thanks mike bass great job happy gardening